You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Defiance After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Defiance After Show. This is episode 102, Down in the Ground, Where the Dead Go. I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me is the inimitable Scott Moore. Yes. Oh, man, and I feel so much better this week because I actually watched the entire episode in its entirety. If you guys couldn't tell, because we, we, I think we did a pretty good job, but you had only seen yes. half the pilot. I'd only seen half the pilot, so, you know. You covered like a champ. It's like, covered like a champ, Scott. It's like having that fake orgasm, you know? Just, just, just going with it. Okay. You don't know the difference. We're going from there. But, yeah, we're, going, the we're already going there, the but I'm saying if I, if I look like a deer... You know, caught in the headlights last week. That is why. Okay. That is now why. he on. just looks like a deer in its moment of glory. You're on top <laughs> yes, of a mountain. Right. Yeah, and you're looking over down. old St. Louis. That's right, looking over old or St. Louis. Or over terraformed Earth. Yes. Um, I thought that this was actually, this was a, a pretty good episode. I did too. Um, you know, I love the fact that we didn't just gloss over the events of the mm-hmm. pilot, that we're still dealing with the ramifications yes. of it. Uh, didn't get any more answers this week, but... Uh, kind of asking new questions. Yeah, but I still felt like I learned a lot more this week about yeah. maybe why certain people were doing certain things, which we'll get into a little bit more in detail in a few minutes, and learning just more about the characters them- themselves and their backgrounds. So I felt like I learned a lot more what was going on. And yeah. so to me, it did answer some of the questions maybe by asking more questions, yeah. but in a way of helping it move along and, and propelling that plot forward a little bit more this week. Yeah, we got we got to really see some motivations here. We got we got a little more of Daytac's background yep. and Rafe's background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got to see more more Arissa, uh, more of the Macaulay kids. Yep. Uh, way more Stama. Lots more Stama. Lots of Stamas. Always naked. Yes, lots of yes, yeah, so lots of yes. lots and lots of lots of uh, of creepy sun touching while wearing no clothes. Yes, who who also looks like she isn't that much older than him too. It's no, just she's a, maybe five years old. Yeah, maybe so that five, was kind of a weird old. look too. It was like, yeah. hmm. Um, okay, but let's get down to it. So we we uh, yeah, I, and I felt like I learned. You know, by learning everyone's backgrounds, yeah. I feel like we learned maybe why they do what they're doing here yeah. too. And it gives, I think, I'm a little more attached to the show mm-hmm. and to these people. We open with uh, with Ila Bandic. Yes. Who uh, ran away during the Volge fight mm-hmm. in the last episode. Who, we're pretty sure he was the guy who owed Daytac yes. money uh, in the first episode. Yes. Am I correct? Yes, exactly. Um, so we're, we're, we're back with him and mm-hmm. he is being punished uh, for fleeing the battle um, through... Uh, Every one of the cast of Thans, they're all chanting in the hollows, and he's strapped to this rack. Yeah. And very every- kind of medieval kind of thing. Yeah. You know, he's being stretched out on this, 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 these chains and this thing. I was pretty sure we were going to see some limbs pop I w- off. Tonight. I was, I was waiting for that. So, yeah. you know, 
Might have been a little especially when the little like children of the corn kid <laughs> yeah. is dropping his rocket and Arissa is like, "This is no yeah. place for children. Yes, no children go here. To no do this. children go here." Uh, no, it was interesting because it was sort of like their religious kind of ancient yeah. traditions here going on with the chanting, and they had their religious component there. We learned about their god Raizo. Yeah, and this was some kind of we got a lot of Castasan lingo. Yes, here. we did. We learned about the different the class uh, the the caste, the caste system. system. Uh, which was the uh, the the, the, the Lido, the Lero, the Lero. Although the old mayor called it the Lyro, but I think it was just her accent. Yeah. But yeah, it was like Lero, Lyro, tomato, yeah. tomato. Everyone's got different casts. Um, we learn yeah. that Daytax cast uh, is not necessarily an honorable one. No, and they were at the lowest, basically the lowest level of the caste yeah. system back on their on their planet. Which shows how important his power is to him because mm-hmm. he's had to really claw his way mm-hmm. up oh, yeah. the whole way. By doing whatever he has to do, it seems and he, like. he doesn't care. Flushing no. people out of airlocks. Yep. You know, knifing people and dropping them on the law a lawkeeper's doorstep. Yeah, he's gonna do yeah. what it takes. Oh yeah, especially if it involves sweet, sweet energy blades. <laughs> uh, we also learned uh, that Castathans believe in souls in yes, Facio. In Facio, yeah. Gosh, uh, we just learned so much. I need like a textbook. I know. Well, we, with Scott the, Moore, the, we're going to be able stuff. to teach a course. I hope defiance. so. After this, we're going to teach the a course end of this season. <laughs> yes, um, we're going to grade everybody. That's yes, right. Yes, they're right. The, the more, more you know. know about fake alien races. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have, I have a quick question, and this occurred to me uh, while we were watching the episode. So uh, uh, Christy McCauley and, yes. and Alec Tarr are getting married. Yes. Um, can they have kids? I know. Isn't it sort of like a mix? I don't yeah. want to say like breed, but not, interspecies. Species. Interspecies. So it's not even a breed. They're totally marriage, different. But not only can they have kids, do they even have the same pieces? Yes, I know. The same kind of plumbing there. Is does, it, does it work the same way? Is it Star Trek rules I'm, where... I'm, we need to find out yeah. about this. Because, like, I, I mean, I just I remember Deep Space Nine, Worf, uh, Worf was, was married to... Um, Someone's gonna kill me on the. I know. I'm like, don't even. I don't. Yeah. I'm not even gonna pretend to try to right. answer that question correctly because uh, no. everyone will kill there me. Was, on the there was interspecies there. mangling on there, that show, yes. and it worked. Yes. Out. So it's probably. I guess we have to assume that it's gonna work out here, or they wouldn't be going as far There's as getting married. A bunch but, of but, ex Star Trek writers on this show. It's probably yeah. Star Trek rules. Yeah. So we're just gonna go with that. Although yeah. I'd like to learn more about that because it's important. Yeah. It's important for me to know um, how it all works. Yeah. Down there. But one of my favorite things <laughs> about this show, and and the and really that showcases the potential of this show, is you have these uh, these eight races. Uh, we have the mm-hmm. Votan races and the humans mm-hmm. all occupying the same space, and they all have different beliefs. They all live in different fashions. There's going to be tension, mm-hmm. and this episode really showed. Okay, we're going to have to deal with interspecies politics in kind of like an international re- yeah. relations thing in a, on a very small Very small scale. area. And it is sort of going back to that Star Trek thing of kind of comparing things that are going on in, in the world today. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I kind of like is that you are dealing with all kinds of different things and how can everyone live in harmony. And like you said, it's, yeah. it's very fragile. It's not going to be able to happen very easily when you've got all these mixed races and mixed uh, things going on and each having their own competing uh, things that they need and want to get done as well, yeah. and their own traditions and and Daytac Daytac is such a dick to Amanda at the top yes, when he's he like, is. "Do you really want to undo years of tradition on your third week?" Mm-hmm. Mike drop, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and she finally stands up to him, and and we got that kind of explanation mm-hmm. about uh, in the early days of Defiance, the there were Arathians 
who lived who yeah. lived there, uh, over a thousand of them. Yep. Um, and they did not want their kids vaccinated, which I thought was interesting too. Another little kind of thing that exactly people believe in. Yeah, so they you don't know? they don't believe in having their kids vaccinated. Well, it's the same way that you know, say Scientologists don't uh-huh. believe in uh, in psychology or in medication for psych- psychological conditions. You know, everyone's got their own freedom to mm-hmm. express. Uh, and live their own way, but when it's harming other people, mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be viewed differently. Yeah, it's going to be viewed negatively. Yeah. Exactly, because it's more the belief, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting someone else, but in that case, yeah. you're directly influencing other people but what do you and think, other races and their health. What do you think this show of power, you know, that, that Daytac, he's flexing his muscle, mm-hmm. killing Alabandic even after he's been pardoned, mm-hmm. and dumping him on Nolan's doorstep. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think is going to be a Nolan and Amanda's next move to counteract him. Because he's obviously he's obviously being insolent. He doesn't recognize oh, yeah. their authority. Oh, yeah. That's is there clear. Any, but is there anything they can do about it? You know what? I, I think it, that there really isn't right now. Yeah. They're just going to... Because he's he's showing that he doesn't give a crap at all. Yeah. And that, that's why he's doing what he's doing. He's like, I can kill him. I'm allowed to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what's what kind of thing. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they counteract with him but he's definitely going to be kind of that menace yeah throughout the entire season here i can see yeah and i just i just want to mention really quickly because i was kind of obsessed with it during the opening of this episode like a day tack appears in this in this big uh scene with the torture device and uh he's got like this weird like this weird like crotch flap thing like it's kind of like out of nowhere off of his pants comes this Mm -hmm. hem of a not a jacket not a robe yeah, thing. it was a yes. I and think I we need to make that a giggling. whole. Yeah, I think we need to make that into something. I now. would like, like the whole their... John Hamm thing from Mad Men, exactly. which you, you do on afterwards. Someone, Let's try to make this a big issue now. Someone turn the Daytac crotch flap yes. into the next face of the internet, please. Please do that. Please do. And Let's tweet make it, it a big us. controversy now. I would love the crotch flap. The crotchversy. Yes. The there we go. The crotchversy on defiance here. Make it happen, people. Um, all right, so love it. Uh, one more thing while we're still talking cast of fans, uh, we have this. We have we have two scene, more scenes to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have um, Stama and Daytac in their all white spa, spa the of, of villainy, spa. the the spa of secrecy, yes, the sinister spa, the sinister spa, yeah, very... where they hatch their plots, their evil and wear no plots. clothes, yep. And like half naked, he, he yeah he had that moment where he's like I felt so small, but now and he stands up out of the water. He's like now I feel I, I big, can, and now I can go piss on them all. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like I'm like <laughs> I love how yeah. little how little um, subtlety this show has mm-hmm. uh, as far as daytack just crotch is yeah. concerned. <laughs> see, it's that crotchiversy just that crotchiversy out there again. Um, but Stama is she's kind of like. Uh, she's very Lady Macbeth, and very. I don't know. I don't know if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, but like to me, she's also very uh, Queen Cersei. Yes, but with the cunning of. Marjorie. I was just gonna say that she's got the cunning of Mar- down. Yeah. yeah, she's got that down, and yeah. I really actually rather enjoyed that a little because I felt like that was more on display in this episode here. I think she's more dangerous than Daytag. Yeah, I think there's definitely there is definitely more to her than we have seen yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then really we like have it. this scene. Where uh, where Christy is operating at the uh, abandoned Orange Line orange train cafe. subway cafe where they're playing like old timey music. And... It was like weird fifties. Yeah, like opera. It, it, I I don't even know. I, I'd love to know like what was their thinking behind that? Like yeah. where this musical influence came from? Was it supposed to represent something or was it thrown in there? I'm, I'm very curious. It, it, I want to know what what their decisions are and when they pick like, music and stuff. There is kind of an interesting mix of references. 
Uh, and in this episode, mm-hmm. we have uh, we saw later Nolan picks up a copy of War, War of the, of the Worlds, Worlds. Yeah. in the mines. Yeah. But even though this ostensibly takes place in in 2043. Yeah. The copy picks up. Looks like it was published in the late 60s. It does. That's to me, that's why it's very fascinating to me. I want to know kind of like what would their thought process be on. Obviously, I could figure out World of the Worlds and what it has to do with the yeah. stuff going on in It was Defiance, a funny wing. But it was a great, it was. But then I think how they choose the music and the things like that, those little details. Yeah. Especially something like that in the in the subway diner. Like, was there some deeper reference for that? Well, you I know? think it actually it might have been a, a call out to Fallout 3. Uh, which was a similarly post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. kind of uh, property, a video game, where the main song, the first song that you hear is, I don't want to yeah, set right. the yeah. world on mm-hmm. fire. It's like the same kind of thing. Yeah, and, it's like a post-apocalyptic. And it's literally a shot in an abandoned subway it is. car. I know. that was that, That's what's interesting to me, because you get that post, like you said, apocalyptic, but you're getting like the old past stuff. Yeah. I guess it's whatever kind of survived through this whole post-apocalyptic world and maybe they're just picking up where they could yeah so stama comes up to christy who's Mm -hmm. apparently having cold feet about the wedding and she tells her in like the creepiest way yes in her very cunning way yeah so good um like you know like i once had cold feet about marrying someone this very not very handsome Mm -hmm. but from a good cast uh, yeah, very rich, successful, wealthy cast, cast. who would have taken care of mm-hmm. me. And then this young, dangerous man found me, mm-hmm. and like Christie's like day tag, like <laughs> oh my god, like 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 Stama is just playing. Oh, her so much like, like you could def- you could defy your dad. It's okay. You got to yeah. do what's right. You got to love the man you're gonna love, like I did, and only I could know. Not my parents. It was a whole thing. Yeah, so good. Yeah, R- Rafe needs to stop being stop being a dick and and just let his daughter yeah. back into his life. He's gonna have far a far better chance at, at mm-hmm. like helping her realize that there's something up if he stops attacking yep. her mm-hmm. and her decisions and starts appealing to her. Like Stama is doing a far better job she of, is. of of getting under the kid's skin. Yep. And, and you're right. It goes back to the whole thing. Like you might as well support, even if you don't support who they're going to be with. It's going to be her choice. Let her figure it out on her own. Yeah. Don't try to alienate her. And yeah. so, yeah, he definitely needs to come around on that for right. sure. Any other castathan points before we move on? No, I think that was pretty. I mean, because we, we, we'll get more into the whole Elok thing a little in more yeah, detail too Elibandic. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, really quickly, I just want to thank you guys for making us the number one show yes. on After Buzz We're this week. We're number one. We're, We're number one. one. Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know how to make two, two, guys, two, two guys feel loved. Uh, really do. So uh, please tell your friends about the show. And yes. uh, please uh, like us. Like, and Love and us. Love us. There's just, you know, even yeah. more than like, love. S- subscribe and uh, rate and comment on Definitely. iTunes and on the YouTube page. We love reading your comments and getting your feedback. We love doing yes, this do. show and we love watching this show with we you. We do. Yeah, um, so please keep that coming. Also, uh, if you want to watch us live, you can now do so on your uh, smartphone or mm-hmm. tablet on iOS and Android. If you go to www.afterbuzztv.com on your mobile device, you can stream live as well as on your computer. Yeah, there you have it. Beautiful. So you can, you can be watching us anywhere you are. Anywhere. 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 You can be anywhere you're at. Even in old St. Louis, yeah. Scott? Even Oh my god! But I don't know if you can get reception down there. That's true. Okay, so um, we got we have our our other plot of the episode, which is uh, Ben 
our uh, Indigene, who we thought mm-hmm. was killed at the end of last... I certainly uh, thought he was I dead. I did, too. At last episode. He got... I, and I think that's what we're still supposed to assume. Yeah. That, or some really deep coma. Yeah. But... Well, he got revived yes. by the, the creepy Mr. Birch. Yes. Who is Mayor Nikki's uh, he- hench- creepy men. henchman with the cool sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of the of the liquid he used? He used the Vritex. 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 Which which could have killed him. So yeah. I guess he wasn't dead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But he's like, Maybe it's a mystery we're just gonna have to yeah. just live with. Your job isn't finished. You need. Yeah. We find out what this other plan is that they mm-hmm. were uh, alluding to at the end of the last mm-hmm. episode. It's to go down into Macaulay Mines and. Uh, blow up the old nuclear power plant mm-hmm. in old St. Louis. Yes. Uh, which was really cool. Like, I don't know if you're a Futurama fan. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, like old New York. Yep. And this was this was definitely taken from that. But it was still a really cool trip, especially for Nolan. Yeah. Who, who uh, lived there, who grew up there. Yeah, who's a, as a kid. St. Louis native. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I thought the interesting, and I guess we'll get into it a little bit more later, is what do you think with the whole stuff with... You know, former Mayor Nikki, it did with that whole plan. Did it yeah. seem as evil to you this time around? No. Or is it just, now I feel like I've learned more that it doesn't feel. It feels like she has to do this. Yeah. And we still don't know exactly what the whole reasons are behind it. Yeah. But she feels she has to do this. I feel like decisions were made after the pilot mm-hmm. to reshape Mayor Nikki's character mm-hmm. and her storyline. We, I, I feel like you know they didn't know what that plot was or yeah. what motivated it until after the series got picked up. Uh, she definitely was softened a bit She in this felt episode. a lot softer to me in this episode yeah. when she came in and she's saw not, Amanda. She's not twirling a mustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was a little bit warmer. She felt like, and it just felt like there was a reason behind it. Yeah. That felt more of a, a, a not a nefarious, like, yeah. evil <laughs> something, way. Something, and, and now I think the overall game, the overall arc for her has changed. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to see her unmasked at some mm-hmm. point. And that she will continue to be a part of the show and even yes. contribute yeah. to the overall narrative in a positive way after we get this whole plot out of the way. Yeah. After we dig a little deeper and yeah. figure out what is really going on. But we we still don't know uh, who her bosses are, who's she no. answering to, why is she trying to blow up the city. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find something in old St. Yes. Louis. Um so it, it, it's not just trying to destroy the town. They're also looking for something down there. So we learned in the mines that uh, St. Louis was different from everywhere else, yes. apparently, yeah. Yeah. on the entire I, planet yes, Exactly when it got terraformed, which is a, is a little cheap. It's a, it's a stretch, it's, to say the least. I'm going to say it's dumb, but fine. <laughs> I like this show. Well, that's what you I'm saying. Can, you just have to yeah suspend yeah. the disbelief there. Go with it. Uh, something with the terraform process. It yeah. somehow folded it over. Folded over the, the city, but the arch is still above yes. the city. It was fine. It's fine. And then everything th- else was folded over, yeah. so everything was basically preserved underground there. Can I? Can I just say? And tell me if you agree. I feel like with any sci-fi show, you can get away with up to one dumb thing per episode. Yes. Without people getting super pissed. Yes. And I do agree with that. One. This was the one. Yeah, you have if more there, than one, and then it starts to be a little bit less. If there had been two this episode, yeah. <laughs> I would be nitpicky. If it was two, I'd be like, "That's it. I'm done. I am yeah. not watching anymore." No, because we're walking num- away. But we're number one, Scott. Don't do that. We need you. I, know, we need I was just going to say I was going to walk away, but see, but there weren't two. There was only one. There was only one. So, so we're okay. Yeah. So, um, 
Ben is trying. Uh, ben has stolen a whole bunch mm-hmm. of gulanite, which, which uh, we also learned what that yeah, is a little it bit more. It wasn't. It wasn't completely spelled out in this episode. What we do know, gulanite. Uh, it's a glowing blue crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it There's is- my glowing blue stuff again that I love so much. Yes, and it's the source of energy for mm-hmm. all Votech weapons and technology. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you have these glowing blue mm-hmm. knives, that's that is a pure gulanite mm-hmm. energy blade. Now we cool. talked about. One of the Votan races last week, mm-hmm. the Gulani or Gulane, we don't know yet because we haven't met one on the no, show, not. Uh, who are energy beings. And uh, the Gulanite, I feel like, I mean, it's it, the root word, it's too similar for them not to be related. Now I wonder where, how it comes from these energy beings. Well, I feel like it doesn't come from the beings. I feel like it comes from like, their planet, maybe. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Does it actually come from them? You know, is there some way yeah. that you kill them or you somehow steal their energy or does it yeah. actually come from their planet? Yeah. I don't know. I just want to bring one random thing up that's really cool that I that I saw uh, in the – when I was doing research for this episode that uh, part of the lore of the series, there mm-hmm. is an eighth Votan race that has not been revealed yet that is believed to be extinct, that did not make it on the trip to Earth uh, and is believed to be extinct but will totally be revealed later. Wait, but so when she's talking about the eight races, say she's including that she's in, one? No, she's including humans. They believe okay, that there's seven Votan races. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, humans, there were seven. But there is an eighth there was Votan an eighth one race. And I'm Got wondering it. if it's not Earth Republic that Mayor Nikki mm-hmm. is working for, but this secret Votan mm-hmm. race. So much going on. Who so knows? much intrigue. Yes. So mm-hmm. much intrigue. Uh, Could be. Um, could be. We'll just so, have to wait and find out. So we also know that Gulanite is very explosive. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rafe McCauley wants to go down into the mines and kill Ben immediately mm-hmm. for killing his yes. beloved Luke. He's got to exact revenge. Luke, my sweet Luke, who hated me and tried to blow up the town so he could get away from mm-hmm. me. Horrible Luke who's dead and we're all happy mm-hmm. that he's dead. And now he wants to go and... Get, revenge. get his revenge because because yeah. Rafe, I'm, I'm so glad we got character development on Rafe yes. in this episode. Yes, because Graham Green, like, uh, granted, he didn't get tons to work with in the first episode. Mm-hmm. He just uh, he was so in danger of being one note to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it was good. That's what I'm saying. That's what I really liked about this episode is that it explained a lot in more detail, maybe by asking a lot more questions. But now we know and we kind of sympathize with some of these characters because yes. now I know a little bit more about. Rafe's background and maybe learn more about why he has these issues with his kids and this whole distant thing he has and we don't know about the whole you know wife or mom or anything else yet either so well do do we have anything more to talk about with uh, with Mayor Nikki and Ben and Birch well no I was just going to say that that whole scene where she came into the office yeah again it was so part of that gathering her clutter yes Uh, that's where I finally felt like okay she's got that softer side and she really kind of seemed to care about Amanda and saying how she was going to miss her and was sort of adding that whole thing and then that whole scene where she went into the car see that's the scene where it turned for me the 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 office scene I was like she's still gaming her no see I felt like there because it it felt like there was a little bit more warmth to me there hmm. so I was thinking oh she really does genuinely care There's about the her car and, scene right now yeah and there we go with the car scene yeah and we then have, we have gets, a TV behind us for she those gets of you into the car watching. scene I, how perfect is that we didn't even yeah. try to match that up uh and we learned so much more about this whole mission that yeah. she feels she has to do. But you felt like she really cared about everybody here. She was like, I grew up you know, with these people. I saw them being born, I, them being raised. You know, there's a whole, like, 
like that she and now genuinely cared them. about them and now what she felt like she yeah. has to do she has to see them raised mm-hmm. to the ground yeah so it's going to be interesting to see why she feels she has yeah. to go on this mission and what is behind it but okay. yeah okay all right well then let's let's talk rafe we got a lot of rafe in this episode yes there's a great parallel between Daytac's rise to power mm-hmm. and rafe's rise yes. to power they both came from essentially nothing um although i i think rafe's family had more money than well Day-Tax. no it definitely seemed like yeah rafe's family definitely had more money because we learned about his dad yeah with the uh whole uh, dog food biz brown working, macaulay yes chow down chow brown. down brown oh my yeah. god i can't wait until we can get that jingle memorized and i know it'll be so much fun yeah what, what what did what did what part did we remember you started i was gonna say um, you know healthy pups, pups can't, can't get, get enough. enough oh yeah healthy pups, pups can't, can't get, get enough, enough. Chowtown Brown. Ba, ba, it's ba, Chowdown ba. time. Chowdown time. It's Chowdown time. Chowdown Brown. Yeah. So beautiful. That was awesome. And I loved I loved just how how upset uh, Rafe was <laughs> when Nolan was trying to coax him into singing yes. it. Um, and I think he's, uh, he's super embarrassed that yeah. he, he even knows he comes, about it. He comes back. Yeah, he's embarrassed to know he comes from the uh, dog food biz. Yeah. That he had. Perhaps well, he said from a dog biz. food dynasty. Yeah, I mean, come on. Everyone knows Chowdown Brown. He's a St. Louis dog food I legend. Mean, come on. That's yeah. what I feed my dogs. Yeah. Come on. That's good stuff. Wouldn't you be proud of that? But then it was interesting to learn after, you know, the whole arc fall and everything that happened. Yeah. Then he moved in. He got a new job as a terraform photographer. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's hope for me yet. I, yeah, I need a new would, job. Maybe like, the arc will happen and I can, get a, I can be a terraform yeah. photographer too. Isn't that the way, though? You know, strong character, wants to be an artist. But yep. gives up their dream to make money. To make money. How many times have we seen? That's it? what I'm saying. There's the parallels again with the real world, trying to take yeah. that sci-fi stuff to the real world. No, I've, I've and it like I don't know. It happens all the time. Like my dad wanted yeah. to open a restaurant. Instead, yeah. he wound up being a businessman. Yep. You know, like you, you always there's always the dream, dream deferred, and then and you think what you have to do for yeah. the family and yourself so These you can have the mortgage men. and the money. You know, and the then, money. Apparently, not only did he do something to either make his wife leave or he inadvertently killed her. Yeah, we're, again, we're going to have to learn more about that whole background yeah. now, too, like what happened with her. But the family is definitely fractured. Yes. He's so consumed with grief, mm-hmm. and he refuses to, to give Christy a break. Yeah. And she, well, she really, apologized. All, 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 of her, all of his kids, it seems like there's huge issues. Yeah. Um, which I guess we'll, again, have to learn more about. But, yeah, he will not give her a break at all. Yeah. And he's just pushing her further away. I'm glad. And that's where Stama came in, and it's kind of luring yeah, her in. Worming her way. Yes. You know, just just like the snake in the mm-hmm. ear. Uh, I do love that we got to see that Ben was, in fact, telling the truth about Luke's secret stash of cash. Mm-hmm. And we got to see he had some kind of strange golden device yeah, in I was, his drawer. I was wondering about that, too. I was wondering if there was some connection, because wasn't there a comment earlier in the episode about something with copper being worth more than... Oh, it was It was about pennies. Penny for your thoughts. Yeah, and, then, and she um, was saying that. Uh, pennies but I wasn't sure if there was the some co- connection with the yeah. copper, if it was made out of something like that, and what that defined... It, I think it said defiance on it, didn't it? Or did it I say know, something it on lo- it? To me, it looked like... I didn't see any writing. If there was, it would be alien. It definitely... Yeah, like there's something. It's not like it was just the gold, because he would have sold it. No, no, there's definitely some kind of power there's something yeah. with that. Yeah, so that was really interesting. we're definitely going to see this strange golden mm-hmm. device again. Um, definitely. Yeah, and and it gives Rafe a lot to think about mm-hmm. in terms of uh, his daughter's upcoming nuptials. Yes, you know, he is uh, his favorite child 
hated him and was ready to let the the city burn yep. just to get away from him. So not you a know, good sign. No, if you hate your dad that much, that you know. Yeah, shitty kid. Ah, uh, not good. Bad dad. Bad, shitty bad, kid. Bad, bad dad. Poisonous. Bad dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but oh, uh, one more thing I want to point out. So we're we're keeping like a Votan check. You know, because we we know we've seen Arathians, mm-hmm. we've seen Castathans, mm-hmm. we've seen the Volge, uh, and we've seen Indigenes. Yes, uh, and we also got to know about. Um, we got to see a Sensos. Sense, yes. Who? Knock. Yeah. Knack. Knock. Was Knack? Knack. An AK. Yeah. Or no, it was Knock. 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 Yeah. Knock. It's uh, spelled Knack. Yes. Who uh, <laughs> is one of Rafe's? Uh, one of Rafe's like workers. Yeah. Uh, he's that big ape-like guy mm-hmm. with all the hair. Uh, he is a Sensoth. For people wondering what he was. Yes, because we were talking about the Sensoths sen- yeah. last week. Yes, they are. And now we got introduced to one finally. Yes, they are typically a more subservient race of the uh, of the seventh established races. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sensoth, uh, actually the plural for Sensoth is Sensoth. Uh, they're strong, large, and tall. They have extended lower jaws and a large amount of hair on their faces. They live to be much older than the other Votan races. They prefer to live at a slower pace than others, speaking and acting slowly, due in part to their long lives. Gosh, they sound like me. Well, yeah. at least with the speaking slowly and kind of being a little laid back. That sounds like me. You, you, and I you get a would, lot of hair on my face. I mean, that, would, uh, I, I think maybe I, I'm You long I'm for the life of a sense-off? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think maybe I might be related. Maybe I have some lineage there. Yeah. Someone yeah. Photoshop yeah. Scott's head onto Knox's <laughs> body. To a sense off. He's kind of like, and I know, I don't, I don't know if you watch Deep Space Nine, and I keep referencing Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but to me, he's probably going to be mm-hmm. the uh, in in Deep Space Nine. There was a bar. Owned, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And uh, Morn was uh, an alien who never spoke, mm-hmm. who was a regular at the mm-hmm. bar. Yep. It was uh, again a lot like me. Yeah. You um, usually speak and, and just hang out at the barn. I think drink. knock knock is our more. I I agree. I mean, how many? Yeah, it's like almost you have to start having references from other yeah. S- well, other sci-fi references because yeah, it's just it's too much. No, he's just gonna say nothing. Yes, and be, he's gonna be good, be adorable, subservient. Yes, wonderful. Yeah. God, just like me again. Ah, oh, just Scott. Ugh, adorable. I mean, you just yeah, oh, call it right out there. Scott, you are adorable. Ever collectively awe people. You you're in the oh. presence of exactly of your defiance cuddle yes. buddy Scott Moore. The Sensoth. Yes. Scott Moore the Sensoth. Um all right, so we've we've talked about Rafe. Mm-hmm. Uh great to know his background. I love that. Yeah. So we didn't get a ton of reveal on Nolan this week. No, only the you know just the fact he was from St. Louis, and yeah. that you know when they were t- when he was talking to Rafe, how he went to was it Golden's restaurant yep. or on the other side of the park, and his parents took him there, and they were talking about the gooey butter cake and everything, but really didn't get Which, any details. If you've never had gooey butter cake, it's amazing. Yeah. And if you live in LA, there's a place called Miss Peaches in North. Hollywood oh yes, Miss Peaches that makes an amazing there, gooey butter cake. Because I'm a Southern boy at heart, so yeah. I love to get oh, my great soul my food. food. Great soul food. But yeah, so that's the only thing that we learned about him, really, was yeah. that he was from there, and his parents took him to this restaurant when he was nine, and they were at Jefferson Park there, yeah. and that was really yeah. all we got this week. Well, I, I think the I mean, big, we're getting bits and pieces, and I know push, we're going to get more. The big push for him in this episode is that his uh, situation as lawkeeper got just that much more complicated mm-hmm. by Daytac's show of power yes. at the end of this episode. Yes, which, again, I think he's going to be the, the constant 
yeah. villain throughout the thread here throughout the season. Yeah. So kind of defying be, everyone else's power. Yeah. Nolan will be hard pressed to deal with mm-hmm. him, and that uh, he's going to be hard pressed to keep Arissa under control. Yes, as we saw too. Yeah. Uh, Arissa defied him. Yes, she defied lots of defiance yes. in this episode of yes. Defiance. Yes. Look at that. Used Shocker defied. of the century. Got it in there. Yeah. Um, yes, so, totally did. Yeah, we got a bit of backstory. She didn't listen on to her. Daddy. Yeah, we got a bit of backstory on her this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Just a little bits and pieces on her too. Not again, not a lot, because you were talking about too about she had she had uh, manacle marks, marks on her. scars yeah. as if she had been chained mm-hmm. earlier in life, um, and it's why she was not a fan of this torture device. Yes, and so she didn't like, and she even said that like quote, "I don't like chains." Yeah. And she was telling Nolan this at the near the end of the episode about. Why she felt she had to defy him. Yeah. And he basically forgives her. Yeah. And then... He's uh, like, oh, I understand. You you did the right thing. You did the right thing. He's like, well, it's okay. it's, she did what he wished he, sh- he could have done. Yeah. But he listened to Amanda early in the episode. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when she does it, uh, we get our shotgun blast at the hands of Tommy LaSalle, mm-hmm. who, if, if he does not wind up being her boyfriend, I swear to God... he They have to be. They have Come to on. be. Come on. They're so cute together. They are. It's adorable. It's adorable. And all the, she's, the fighting and yeah. the arguing and calling each other dumb and stupid. Yeah. She's a killer episode. monster. He's uh, the comedic relief. Yep. Yeah. Come on. More interspecies love. We do. Give we us that. the we interspecies need, love. We need that. Come on, Good Kevin stuff. Murphy. But just keep having the fun, like, fighting there. Yes. Keep calling them uh, each other dumb and stupid each episode. Please, and please, please. It's a let's lot have the, the sexual tension oh, reach a peak. Sexual tension so rich we could spread it on toast. We could spread on that gooey butter cake. Yes. Uh... And Amanda, we we just we see that she will be continually tested. Yes, we didn't see any of her sister this week. We did not, which yeah was interesting. Mia Kirshner sat mm-hmm. this episode out. Uh, She's busy running, you know, her business. Yeah, keeps her busy. Okay, uh, yeah. I say we talk predictions. I I say so too. Let's go with it. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay. Uh. Personally, uh, we so you saw we both saw the um, the preview for the next episode, mm-hmm. uh, which which aired tonight, and we're going to try to catch yes, up. We're going to try to catch up. We're a little confusing we're, here. We're a week behind. <laughs> um, but uh, that Arissa has visions mm-hmm. of some kind uh, that Nolan did not previously know about. Um, so I think that she's going to see the future. Of defiance, something mm-hmm. terrible is going to happen, and uh, Nolan's going to have to figure out how to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that the the wedding of Christy and Alec, I don't think they'll they'll wait the whole season for that. I think, yeah, I don't think so either. I yeah. I mean, I I guess they could. Yeah, but, you know, just to kind of draw that that tension too. Maybe, I think maybe we'll get it around episode eight. Um, you know, so that we can change up the status quo mm-hmm. and have uh, Daytac really trying to kill Rafe uh, for the rest of the season. And just causing mayhem and trouble anyways, yeah. usurping the power, thinking he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I really want to see um, what the uh, the more brothel owning of the Rosewaters uh, brings to the table. I do too. I would like to see more of that as well. But Yeah, we need more of her... Of her aims, Kenya is her name. Yes, Kenya. Yes, yes. Kenya. 
and what what does she want? Like that's the thing. That's the thing that I love about this show is all of the characters so far mm-hmm. have a very strong want, and we got them yes. fleshed out and all here. very divergent wants and needs here and points of view. Yes. We don't know. We know that Kenya just kind of goes with the flow, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to s- survive in a sense. Yes. And this is and opening a, uh, a brothel and working in it mm-hmm. is just how she's doing that. Yeah. But is there more to that though? That's exactly because you don't pick that job just no. because it's the one that's going to bring you the most cash. Yeah. There is there. Yeah. There's something else going on there. But I would also say on, on going on with the predictions, sort of what you were saying when we saw that Arissa had the visions. Is is she going to see the visions on this whole blowing up the nuclear power plant? Is there more to that? And is, are, are they going to try to stop it because maybe the old mayor felt she had to do this? Yeah. But really, they're, it, it's not the right thing. I don't know. There's, And that's what I was wondering, too, if that's part of the, what's going to lead in. If that's going to be for the entire season or that's going to be wrapped up fairly quickly or here's, not. Here's what I think. Because we revealed last time that uh, that the Pale Wars got started when the Votan ships got destroyed for some reason that we don't know. I think that there's some evidence as to who did that hidden in old St. Louis. And it's the reason why yeah, it to folded s- over. Yes, it folded over. Yeah, the yeah whatever technology that is. Uh, we have run out of time. We have. Um, Scott Good Moore. Episode. Scott Moore, tell, me, tell everyone out there where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on the old Twitter at SMAN80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. And uh, also do uh, The Celebrity Apprentice here on uh, Sunday nights. All right. Good old after buzz. Um, and you can find me at, at Matt Lieberman, M A T T L I E B E R M A N on Twitter. I am also on the Doctor Who show and the Mad Men show here on Afterbuzz. And I just got the game Defiance. So if you guys out there play Defiance and you want to play with me, I'm really terrible. I only just <laughs> so if you, you want to feel good about yourself, if you want to feel really good win. about yourself or help me, uh, <laughs> my character name is The Leaves. T-H-E-L-I-E-B-S. And uh, I'm going to tweet out sometimes that I'm going to be playing uh, this week. In Pacific Daylight Time. Yes. And uh, let me know what you guys think of the game. I, I really want to know I your thoughts. i to check it out, too. All right. Thanks, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.